0: This is an excerpt from Different Ways, Revealing the Feminine by Seal, published 2020. Chapter 23, 16 Tons, Part 1. I come from immigrants who moved to America for the work and opportunity. I'm first-generation born American. My people crossed to the Pacific coast via Canada. My nana, her mother, and my grandpa worked job by job emigrating from Germany, moving over the years to get where they wanted to settle in the United States. My uncle, en route, was born in London, England, while my nana worked as a domestic. She was a cook in a lumber camp when my mother was born in Calgary, Alberta. It was the work that dictated the pace as they traveled to an elusive place to call home. We came to America to work. We came for the opportunities. This was my nurtured focus towards achievement. It was my orientation, and nearly every move I made in my life was navigated towards and by gainful employment. Working for someone for money began as a teenager, and it was all I knew of success. Save the periods I was at home with babies. Anything less was considered freeloading by how I was raised. I worked a multitude of jobs over my lifetime, with each position in some way building upon the last. That was the way it was done once upon a time in America. Anyone had the opportunity to make something of themselves if one applied oneself. If you were white and had a pulse, Someone needed you somewhere. That was the promise, and I held Work Life America to that pledge. I wended my way through the established work system without question, until I hit ground zero. Eventually, this final position of choice slid into dysfunction. I had managed to sign up for a job that replicated closely my family dynamic. And I was being shown some pretty harsh things about my value and place in the pecking order of my family via the lens of this job. It was a gift of sorts, like the gift of a really bad chronic disease, that doesn't kill you but forces you to reevaluate what is important so you can improve your quality of life. Coquettish conversations with seemingly idle totem poles proved to be a much bigger medicine than I knew existed. This is how my last gig in the American work machine played out. I had applied for a job at Western Washington University in Bellingham, Washington, at the library, when I returned to California from Alaska. The community college, too, since they both had postings. I did this more to blow the dust off my resume and get it updated than entertaining any thought of actually getting an interview. I had no intention of leaving mom before she died. She was in a facility by this time as she became too hard to handle at home, and I went to see her and her fellow lockups in the dementia facility daily. When I heard back from the university and the community college and got an interview with both institutions, I felt I needed to step up to the opportunity. After all, I had declared just a few months prior that I wanted to live in Bellingham. To get two interviews is a pretty shocking thing, really, because academic library jobs at the time were pretty choice positions. While I had a few years' experience, I had only a high school diploma. Being 50 years old, This was to be my last position, and I would retire with some kind of pension. That was the plan. I'm just saying here that when the universe lines up to give a person what they want, that person is going to get what they desire, sometimes with shocking momentum. I did all the things a person needs to do to secure a position, and I was made the night supervisor at the circulation desk at Wilson Library at Western Washington University. It had been a dream of mine to have a job like that. When I was back in Arizona State University, Hayden Library as a clerk, I had a friend there who was quite happy working as a night supervisor for years. He was a happy man. I wanted to be a happy woman and slide into a kind of retirement that these types of jobs promised. In this, I was like someone who decides their second cousin is a suitable life mate. I snuggled right in. It was so much easier to know your spouse as familiar. A blind eye to family fault lines also helps the comfort levels. I didn't know it at the time, of course, but there was trouble brewing for me in my attempt to work in a higher education facility that was trying to model itself like a corporate business. My blind spot was going to be revealed. I got to that circulation desk just in time to enjoy a few years of work before things got real. One day, when I was readying for work, I went outside in a rush to get going to find a very large dead crow on its back in the driveway. I remember thinking intuitively that this was a most disquieting occurrence, and it held a message. I immediately shook off the importance of it, With a dialogue in my mind around being bothered with having to deal with a fucking dead bird when I'm already late for work. I scooped up the bird and tossed it unceremoniously into the trash. I knew in my heart of hearts that what I did in overriding the sensitivity of that situation for my compulsion to be a good and competent employee was deeply wrong, but I paid no heed. Off I went to work. This act would haunt me, for every time I went outside while I lived there, I would be hounded by the warning cries and cussing of crows in my neighborhood. This went on for years. There was a massive murder of crows in the area, and every one of them had my number. Later, when I got into my death work and studied the mythologies and behaviors of Crow, I pieced it together that I had interrupted a Crow funeral and I have worked diligently over the years with the species to apologize and thank them for the lesson. It took over a decade, but they finally accepted me, and now I'm tolerated once more. No more calls, pointing me out to the fledglings, and pooping on my truck and cussing me out. This incident taught me that there is nothing more important than paying attention to the gifts of nature when spirit shows up in a life that, One needs to pay attention, be thankful, and respectful. My priorities had been extremely fucked up, caught up as I was, fulfilling the role I had signed on for. I was receiving notice of it. I was rushing away from my own nature to be someone that I wasn't, and I was about to be faced with things that required more heart and faith and spirit than I had prepared myself for. for listening